these policies, in many instances, either reflect or take into account the proximity of the United States. Living next to you is in some ways like sleeping with an elephant. No matter how friendly or even tempered is the beast, I can call it that, where one is affected to grunt. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is July 2nd, and welcome to episode 63 of the Sleeping with the Elephant podcast, where we put the U in color commentary. I am Mr. Paul Swickard, and joining me, as always, is Mr. Ryan Murphy. Ryan, hello. Uh, Paul, I'd prefer to be uh, recognized as Shawinigan Chesterfield. Not going to happen. All right. What about Great Big Laura Secord? Nope. Um, wait, I got another one. The Littlest... Shimmer. I don't even get that one. Wait, no. Prime Minister Gretzky. Okay. Still nothing. You'll get, you'll get Prime Minister Gretzky. Bieber Mulrooney would have been my backup. What are you talking about? I have no idea. Like, I imagine these are some kind of jokes. Yeah. Well, I'm, they're supposed to be funny. I don't understand at all. Like, what what it is that you're referencing? <laughs> I'm uh, the link in, in the notes about uh, make your name Canadian. It was this weird little. I think it's actually not as creative as it sounds. I think what it does is you enter your name and that has nothing to do with it. And every time you click the button, it gives you like a wacky combination of Canadian things. So, and I've gotten the same one a bunch of times, but Albertosaurus Gnomeshi. Okay. That means something to somebody. That reminds me, like in terms of name name generators, I think my favorite is the rap name. Rap name, right? Yep. And so yours, Ryan Murphy, Uh is... Killer Rye oh. M. Fierce, a.k.a. Mm. Busta Chill. <laughs> Busta Chill. So wait, Busta like, Chill. do my friends call me Busta Chill, or is that just my close like close family member, like my blood brothers? Busta Chill's your stage name. Oh, I see. And your friends call you Rye M. Killer Rye M. The Killer. The Killer Rye you, We are generating names for people that are probably the whitest of the white. Like, can he... Pretty white. Canada, I, I, you can't go much more in terms of the whiteness of the group. Uh, here's a good one. Tragically Trudeau. Uh, anyways, I'm going to close this. It's actually pretty weak. I, when I first saw this, I thought, oh, this would be creative and fun and we could share it on the show. But really, it's just confusing and sad. I understand. Mm. So, Ryan, what's been going on with you, man? Like, it's been another week. You yeah. know, we had... Miss Cleo on last week, which was excellent. Thank you again. It was great. It's always good to have guests on the show. Yeah, I'm really enjoying our times uh, with with guests. But, you know, I celebrated Canada Day uh, yesterday, in fact, with some Mm -hmm. fireworks and some Canada, some cake. There was Canada cake involved. Canadian independence from King George? Uh, Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't (laughs) know if it was King George. I I couldn't tell you which king or queen it was. It might have been Victoria. No, wait. I don't know. Anyways, yeah, <laughs> Confederation. It, what it's actually funny it was actually known as uh, it was not Canada Day for the longest time. It's only been Canada Day for oh, I don't know. It's in the it's it's in one of the links I, I have here. But uh, no, I celebrated Canada Day. There was fireworks. I watched them over over water, which is very is very Canadian. They you know for some how reason, is that more Canadian? How is uh, water more Canadian than not? Because we like, actually I think have like fresh water. I like think. It, I think I feel like it just needs to be frozen. Well, you know, I had a, <laughs> my tweet on Canada Day was that you know we may not have any frozen ponds, but we can certainly play road hockey. 
I'm sure there was some road hockey going on. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, unfortunately no real hockey was had. And yes, I consider ice hockey to be real hockey and road hockey to not be real hockey. Is that a thing? What, road hockey? No, well, I know. See, well, A, you call it road hockey, which mm. I was going to ignore. Now I can't. Well, what, what do you normally... Hockey. What it's is street it? hockey. Mm. Street, man. is more street. You, you can't play it on a street. And let me you tell can. you why. You know you why do. you can't... No. Here's why you can't play it on a street. Because a street is very different from a road. A road, to me, is a less busy street. Is this a Ryanism or a Canadianism? I, I want to know I don't, who I don't else. know. I don't All know right. you, who you should blame on that Canadian one. Canadian listeners, info at sleepingwiththeelephant.com. Well, how do you say it? Yeah. Like, I live on an avenue right now, and I've lived on a street, and I've lived on a road. And I don't think it has to be called a road for it to be a road. I just think it has to be a less busy street. I mean, if you're playing hockey on a street that gets, like, traffic all the time, like, road... Car. Yeah, exactly. You can't be doing that every five seconds or else you're just impacting traffic. Game on! Yeah, exactly. See, you know Do you this. even know what I'm referencing? It's a movie, I'm sure, because Americans get all their references from either Wikipedia or Hollywood. Um, so I'm going to go with Whatever, Mighty man. Ducks. Like, you, don't, don't, what? <laughs> Is it Mighty Ducks? You can pass that off as an American thing if you want to. But it's not. I, I, no, of course not. It's not our fault. We're but it's the your cultural fault. capital of the world. What? It's, it's kind of your fault. How... It's not my fault. Is, is it? Is it? Uh, is it Mighty Ducks? As much as I would love to take credit for, yes. Okay, the Mighty Ducks. I will absolutely. I will take credit for. Which came first, the hockey team or or the cartoon? No, are you kidding, man? I, are you serious? Not, not really. I'm. I'm curious. Genuinely curious. I didn't know it was a. What hockey do you team. think? No, no, no. I have to hear this. What do you think happened? I. <sighs> I'd like to think it was the TV, the movie first, right before the hockey team. You okay? Yes, you are correct. Okay. It was the movie first, which is weird, and, right? Which spawned a hockey team, a real hockey team. Yes, it's very strange. I don't know of anything that happened as like that ever before. Like I, I've never heard of a a movie or whatever becoming a real thing, mm. like in terms of a, a professional team just being spawned out of nowhere. Mm. Okay, well. And we're going to talk a bit more about Canada Day in a bit, but you have Independence Day, like, in two days. Indeed. And I just want to remind our fair listeners and viewers that Ryan decided to besmirch this holiday by getting freaking engaged and having a Canadian wedding. Right. On said day. So just, bear, you know, when you're in your evaluation of deciding, you know, which hate, which which host do you hate the least – Bear that in mind. Yeah, I took that over. It's kind of the opposite of Independence Day when you think about it. It very yes. You well, at least you have the right attitude. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I still get to keep my independence. I mean, not losing so, everything. <laughs> Ryan and I, we were having this discussion. I am on vacation now because I'm going to Nurtacular tomorrow, and Jealous. I'm on. I'm on. Well, it's a mini vacation, really. Like I'm taking tomorrow off, and that's more or less it. I have, you know, we'll do the nurtacular thing. I'll come back and I'll go back to work on Monday. That's the deal. Not bad. The, no, not bad at all. And the, I will be without a 15-month-old during this time. So that's that would be good. Right. Yeah, that's, that'll be, it'll be a nice break for sure. Good. So it spawned this whole thing of which country 
has more mandatory holidays and which ones allow more of it for vacation, things of that sort. And I, I mean, I tried to explain it to Ryan, maybe everyone else out there can, that Americans, like, we may have a reputation as being lazy, but <laughs> I got to mm-hmm. tell you, like, in terms of, like, it, it comes it comes with this whole pick yourself up by your bootstrap and the American dream kind of a deal, work hard and you'll make it kind of a thing. But, like, we have very few holidays relative to the rest of the world, especially, like, when you're talking about European countries. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at this list you sent me, and Mm -hmm. right above the United States, which has a big fat zero, and this is minimum statutory. So, you, it's a required minimum leave per year. Right. So meaning that you, there are certain countries and this is completely foreign to Americans because it doesn't exist, but you have to take a certain number of days off. It is like a mandatory thing to have paid days off, like not not so much that the company is supposed to let you do this. But no, you are not allowed. You should not be allowed to work during a certain number of time during a certain amount of days. Isn't it weird that I always thought like I always thought that uh the United States and Canada, of all the countries in the world, would be more rewarding to their employees in offering. And I'm See? not saying we don't get a lot of days off in Canada. I'm just saying that it feels like we would be the ones to be like, great job, good quarter, here's a couple of days off for your trouble. Whereas in these other countries, it's like the UK was uh, especially interesting. I mean, we always hear the joke about the bank holidays, but I mean, yeah. it's it's pretty they get what 30 days i'm trying to find it i sorted it for some reason then i lost which it. japan yeah uh, no uk united kingdom oh the united kingdom 28 no. days that's 28 calendar days now now does, yeah that's not 29 in scotland yeah that's <laughs> crazy but what i was thinking it this isn't necessarily like holidays those include holidays this is this is including like some, vacation well, it time? depends on which country you're talking about so for the united kingdom you have 28 calendar days um these can include eight bank holidays and public holidays mm. that so, would otherwise be unpaid. So, so you thing, can yeah. lump all of that in. Okay, so that's the thing that I, that's confusing me. Like um, with Canada having ten, that is that is paid uh, like we, what we call them stat holidays. So like everybody in the organization, uh, you know, around the the country. There are national holidays where things close and everybody has it off for the most part, um, except for maybe Tim Hortons. I think they were open on Canada yeah. Day, <laughs> uh, which is very Canadian. Um, but I think these other more inflated numbers are including like, yeah, if you if you you know work at a place for more than two weeks, you get three weeks vacation. Sure, uh, that's where it kind of gets you know weird because in Canada it's like that that depend depends on the employer. Because uh, you are getting ten mandated government days off. That's when. That's the same as us as well. Mm. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not. I am not attempting to say that the United States doesn't have any paid holidays off. Like, the majority of people are going to have Christmas off. The majority of people are going to have Thanksgiving. The majority of people are going to have the Fourth of July. That's just the way it is. But there's no. It's not. In other words, it's not mandatory within certain context right like so yeah. if you're a, if you're gov- if you're a government employee i'm pretty sure there are mandatory holidays that you yeah. have to take off and there's no two ways about it but with at least i know with my job 
it's not mandatory for my company to allow me to have a paid holiday, but I do. Mm-hmm. So it, super it's, nice of them. I suppose you know. I mean, <laughs> I kind of. I, I'm sure they sell it as something to be uh, uh, something to be a perk, mm-hmm. whereas other countries take it as more of a no. This is a thing that everybody should have, kind of a thing. Yeah, it's a it's a. I you could call it a right. I don't know that I call it a right, mm-hmm. but it's something that they believe in. I suppose. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Well, but I whatever think you know. Yeah, and uh, geez, like it, and these are just like these are just holidays, right? Vacations. I I wish I had the numbers on vacations because, like, the amount of uh, vacation that can be accrued in the United States is far less than most developed countries. Mm-hmm. Like you, you know, you like what to kind of what you were saying earlier, right? Like, if you work there for a certain number of a certain number of years you get an increase in how many days off you get per year, right? That's true here too. But the number that those are, are much, much lower than say, I mean, this is kind of a big deal of kind of an inflated one, but like Sweden or Finland, those Mm -hmm. places are crazy with their holidays. Yeah. Now, okay. Here's an interesting question. Like how, how many weeks vacation are you given a year? Oh shit. That's a good question. Mm. I get, Five hours per paycheck, mm-hmm. and that mi- tran- like, are you doing the math? No, no. that wasn't okay. me thinking. That was literally I have it. There we go. <laughs> You're like, I'm all good now. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, Thanks for talking. No, I think I worked it out. I think I get around. Oh, let's see, five hours per paycheck. Mm-hmm. That's what uh, twenty-one and a half paychecks. <laughs> Wait, that's not right. 26. You know what? You okay. 26 paychecks. So 26 times 5, 5 times 20, 100, 530 divided by what? An 8-hour work day? Right. So I'll get roughly <laughs> you you're killing me, man. I have a you, calcul- like, like, six calculators in, in front of me. Were you this bad in math like in school? That was good what? math. <laughs> that was that was good. No, I get like anywhere between, you know, 17 so like three something weeks. Like, something like three weeks. That's yes. about on par. That, that's on par with what I have. Yeah, three weeks. It's pretty good. Uh, I and, sometimes you know, I find I work in a very typical corporate culture type mm-hmm. place. Yeah. So yeah, and most of the places that I've worked have been like this as well. It's good. not like you know Google or something. But <laughs> so do you have any big plans for uh, July Fourth? Uh, well, yeah, Nurtacular. Other than Nurtacular, Other than, you're not going to see any fireworks because you'll light the canyon on fire. So you don't want to do that. Yeah, I don't know. Like, and you know, my wife is joining me this year, which is Good. wonderful. And she asked me, she was, she, so like, so are we going to see the fireworks? And I'm like, you know, I didn't even think about it <laughs> on last, like last year. That hadn't even occurred to me to do. So <laughs> I guess we'll find out. I don't know. I think we watched like a Ryan Seacrest program where he counted down the firework hits. Oh, like, geez. And there was like a don't lot of celebrities talking. Oh, yeah. You have things to say? Um, I would yeah well see that's the beauty of being a canadian at nerdtacular you get your fireworks and your nerd convention all in one handy package all right ryan what do you say we move on to the news eh? yeah a for you oh thank you look what you did making me feel at home and everything that was for your benefit
You can let this roll. Brian, sure. talk to me about uh, the Friendly Canada Day message for us, the United States. Yeah, uh, so this is a HuffPo kind of a list, but with like a lot of interesting facts about Canada. Like, did you know that the Dominion of Canada was created on July 1st, 1867, with no war, not even a skirmish? We be, we Wait, split. you declared independence without having to cause a fight? Yeah, I mean, it took us a couple extra years, um, but we did it. <laughs> Are you fighting? serious right now? Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> like, how is it that you didn't... How did, How does this not start a fight? I think Britain may have got sick of us asking nicely. You know what? Like I'll take credit. You'll take, take credit? <laughs> I will absolutely... Okay, here's the thought. Mm-hmm. They were so just over it by the time it comes around to us. I think Britain you know, was just They're like, a, okay, we're done. And they just kind of said, fine, I guess Canada can have their thing too. Now, mind you, you know, you got to keep in mind that Canada, you know, even especially back in in the 1800s, in the early years of the country, and even now, it took us another hundred or so years to get a little bit farther from having the Queen and, and, you know, Britain sort of sprinkled throughout uh, the way our country is run. And it's still like that today. And, uh, but, you know, I'm sure back in 1867, the whole reason we were able to split without much of a ruckus, I'm sure there was some, you know, loud talking, but, uh, it was probably due to the fact that we did not sever ties completely. Like there was still a good connection there and, and definitely like an influence. Whereas I'm sure with when you guys split, I mean, there wasn't all that war. And when it was over, it was like, you know, it was like going through with a black tip marker and just crossing everything out that that reminded you of the mother country. You know, so there's <laughs> yeah, a big did, difference. It, it was kind of Operation Scorched Earth. Once we, once we got our independence, we're like we tried to shred most traces of the culture away from us just to mm-hmm. individualize ourselves. And speaking of scorched earth, we have the War of eighteen twelve. Are you familiar with the War of eighteen twelve, Paul? I am pretty sure. It's a war that took place. I'm not even going to go with that joke. It's a stupid joke. It was a yeah, war. Yeah, I know it. What's yeah. up? So uh, it, that was not you, did not... you were not fighting Canadians. You were fighting the British. We were still part of the British Empire. Um, so no hard feelings, eh? Um, yeah. What else do we have here? We do admit George Washington was pretty badass. Yes, of course. He was. But then so was Sir John A. Macdonald, the father I of got, our country. That Okay, that first picture, not all that inspiring. Ah, say. but maybe. in terms of badass, we have a guy who's like standing on top of this boat, right? In, like that's as these men are trying to push away the ice from it, uh-huh. and he has this commanding look on his face with the flag and the sun just piercing through the clouds in the background. That's a pretty badass picture. Yeah, and this next one is a picture of a dude. Yeah, a black John, and white picture of the guy, Sir John he, McDonald. Yeah, he he looks very is nice. He on your money. Uh, yeah, uh, I should know exactly, but I don't use cash very often, so I think he's on the... <laughs> I'm going to go out there and say he's on the five. But man, if the Canadians are listening who actually use cash are like, no, he's on the X. Um, but no, Paul, he may look like a normal dude, but did you know that he was especially known for his famous wit and his drinking, and that once during a debate, he was so drunk that he started vomiting... And then after recovering, he blamed the sickness on his opponent's disgusting ideas. <laughs> so, I mean, All right. come on. All right. That's some respect. Okay. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I think uh, uh, also here, this is very visual, so I won't spend too much time on it. Our other founding fathers, the fathers of Confederation, all had some sick mutton chops. So you'll, you'll notice there. <laughs> I'm scrolling through it right now, and the folks who are watching this on YouTube can see. Yeah. But yeah, um, oh, man, those are some mighty beards, my friend. Exactly. Holy crap. Uh, three more years and Canada will be 150. We're only 147 right now. Um, okay. okay. Our flag is only 49 years old. So I, I think our flag before this was a little more British inspired. Um, yeah. Oh, is that right? Okay. Yeah. Canada Day was uh, first known – the Canada Day was usually called Dominion Day and that changed in 82. Oh, Canada was our official anthem – Starting in 1980. Before that, I wouldn't be surprised if it was like God Save the Queen or something. Um, da, 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 da. What else do we have here? <laughs> Is that it? It kind of just falls apart at the end there and just becomes and a bunch of memes. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. Right, like, and then at the end it says, P.S. We're sorry. We know we screwed up. And it's got a picture of Bieber and Avril Lavigne and that guy from Nickelback. Yeah, that's some pretty dark shit right there. Like, I would consider Bieber to be one of the douchiest people in entertainment. Like, yeah. and Grant, I wouldn't say he's the douchiest person on earth mm-hmm. just because, like, you know, we don't shove everyone on earth into the limelight. There's always somebody worse. But yeah, that kid, man. He's pretty bad. I, I feel bad for his heroin habit in the future. I feel bad for the psychiatric ward that he's going to have to show this guy around. Assuming he's not dead. I know that's pretty poor. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if he's... Mm, I almost said something. I was, yeah, he's probably that self, self-destructive. self uh, Yep. Yeah. He'll get there. Don't worry. All right. I, I'm not going to expose the good people to that <laughs> image of him winking at us constantly. Yeah, it's creepy. And I nearly uh, pulled a Sir John A. MacDonald and vomited all over. Not drunk. Oh, the Newcastle commercial. I saw this a week ago, and it was so great. I, ha- I almost forgot to include it on the show. No, that's awesome. I completely forgot. You're right. Did I? Why didn't I include that? No, this commercial is pretty great. Yeah, this is a, a – well, Ryan put it in there. Go ahead. Uh, it's it's a long ad, so hopefully Paul can, can get a, a, a sweet clip of it. But uh, sure. Stephen Merchant, awesome – uh, comedian from from the Britain land, and uh, mm-hmm. he has a few things to say about uh, what the world would be like if America never happened. Like if if it was always just Britain's, if essentially they won, yeah, the if, Revolutionary War, exactly. And could you imagine what a world like that would be? It's definitely worth checking out on YouTube. Here, let me yeah. let me let's let's go through. Oh, Get here and of course, wanker. Imagine how sophisticated you'd sound when you're insulting someone. Oi, Brad! Your wife's a slag! Don't piss off, you wanker! See how classy that sounded? With our accents and your American self-confidence, you'd be unstoppable. Yeah, you'd have to pay a few more taxes, but you can't put a price on that. Great Britain, too, would be the greatest country on Earth. Your lawyers would all wear powdered wigs so criminals really respect them, and you'd have all the mushy peas you can stuff down your bloody great gobs. Oh, and if you get sick, you don't need to worry about medical insurance, because with a national health service, a doctor will see you for free in about two years. <laughs> that's honest. Yeah, I wonder if that's true. 
I, I'm sure it's a joke. I'm sure there's a, a germ of truth to that, you know? Like, oh, I'm yeah. sure that, like, um, I, it, I, I've heard that with, that's a problem with specialists. Like, if you need very specific help oh, with yeah. a, a bigger problem, that can be a, that can be an issue. But I know, like, you know, if your arm is broken, you can go and get it fixed. But yeah, I, I don't know much about that. But anyway, absolutely you should all check this out it's the it's it is a this whole thing is just a build-up for a newcastle commercial which is beer <laughs> yeah and it, it it looks to be like they have a bunch of different ads featuring different actors there's one with zachary quinn who i know is an american actor and uh it was really funny they have a new one put up with elizabeth hurley uh, oh yeah okay yeah i haven't checked i've really just watched the Stephen merchant one he's even got like another one called faking it i don't know what he's doing in here just another sorry that's why i hate you know what i hate is news sites that have an auto play <laughs> i know people have griped about this before but have an autoplay button with sound yeah like, just it, could we do without that please it's you're not helping anybody but yeah steven merchant you can't go wrong with those ads and i thought like this is perfect for our show like you can't oh, go yeah. wrong that's awesome, man. Thank mm-hmm. you. Uh, just real quick, and mm-hmm. we don't have to we don't have to spend too much time on this. Like, you're familiar with all of the like corporate bullshit that happens, right? You're like in terms of like just the corporate culture, the yep. the stupid the stupidity that can flow from you know the but from the catchphrases like the the synergies of the world. You're yeah. familiar with this concept, right? Mm-hmm. I stumbled upon this actually when I was like just before the show. And I was wondering how American – it seemed like when I think about all this stuff, when I think about the, the whole corporate culture, mm-hmm. I got to think I, – I wonder how much of this is an Americanism. Okay. You know what I mean? Like how much of this is manufactured by us or how much of it is pretty much universal throughout all business. <laughs> but no, this story – and folks, you'll, I mean, look at this. It's basically 10 things. It's giving you advice, 10 things to appear smart during meetings. It's not giving you advice how to actually be smart, mind you. It's just to pretend to be smart. 10 tricks to be smart during right. meetings. The first one is draw a Venn diagram. Any old Venn diagram will do. <laughs> I had many a university teacher that employed this trick. <laughs> right. Like, like I and some of this is just I don't buy it. Like it's just stupid. Like translate metrics into fractions. That's point number two. So if twenty five percent of users click on this button, you can you chime in quickly and say, "Oh, so about one in four. This is a joke, right? Gee, thank oh, you. it is a joke. Yeah, it's a joke. Are you sure? It's in it's in the com- it's in the comedy corner section. Yes. I think it's like trying to say like you know don't do this. <laughs> maybe it's like a trope of like uh, people but, do this in it's funny all the time. like and i totally buy that they're doing this the problem is is that the reason why i took a double take is because i've seen people do this like plenty plenty of times man plenty of times <laughs> i ask will it scale no matter what it is <laughs> like i that could work and, but i mean yeah it's true like especially okay i work in tech yeah scaling is software. a regular point of conversation 
<laughs> I think this Peace one around the room. I never, wish I could do that. I couldn't do that now. <laughs> around the, uh, repeat the last thing the engineer said, but very, very slowly. I mean, that <laughs> that does not seem like a smart. That seems like you'd be the stupid one there. Um, this is almost a list so, of what not to do in an interview. Sure, but uh, but it like it just got me to thinking. I don't know if that's universal. I don't know if that's a thing with just modern developed business. Mm. And you know what I mean is like non like you're not going to have these kind of things that like if you work in industrial factory or something like that. You know, you might, I don't know. I've never worked in one, but I'm talking more like tech or you know, or or maybe government work. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't think I've ever come across anyone who acts like this, but then that would probably be why they weren't hired. <laughs> so it's tough. <laughs> like, I I don't – I've done a few interviews in my time, like, for jobs and, and uh, like, actually interviewing people. Wait a minute. You, you conducting an interview or going to an interview? Conducting. A, f- okay. a few. Like, sure. Um, and most of the time when people sort of make it through – like the resume process, you can kind of tell. I've never really had a bad interview. Um, and most of the time, people aren't faking their interview. You know, they're they're being genuine, even if they aren't qualified for the job. You I've know, had like, people... You've had people do that? Yeah, like, they'll... And this happens a lot. They'll misrepresent how well they know a certain thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they don't and start drawing it, Venn diagrams about how they're really good no. at C plus plus. I mean, come on. No, <laughs> this is the though. I would I would laugh like out loud. Yeah. What's funny is like is, as long as we're talking about interviews. Yeah. Uh, great question to ask, and this is when you are when you're not when you're doing the interview, but when you actually go to an interview. Generally, after what whoever is done with their questions, they'll ask, "Do you have any questions?" Usually, one of the first things I ask is. So how do you like working here? Uh. And it's not what they say. It's how they say it. It's how they come back with the question. It <laughs> all none of them well, that's not true. Most of them are going to tell you, you know, they'll they'll give you little hints as to what's really going on. Like if someone tells you, uh, you know, it's never a dull moment, <laughs> that means <laughs> that they're regularly stressed, right? That mean that is what that means. There's no two ways about it, you know. And they'll have, it, it, and you'll have most of it will be just kind of wishy-washy answers. And you're like, you know, it's okay, kind of a thing. I had one individual straight up tell me no. <laughs> this happened once. Really? He straight up said no, and I'm like, I, you're really leaving me with motivate with the motivation to like want to work here. <laughs> I know he straight up said no. He told me no. Like he's like, nope, this is not a good place to work. I'm like, okay, you and I don't have very much else to talk about. Then I kind of laughed at. I didn't mean to. I kind of laughed at him when I when he responded. I'm like, really? <laughs> like you're you're honestly not trying to sell me on it at all? All right, wow. that's cool. Yeah, I don't um, know. I don't think I've ever asked that. I mean, sometimes uh, it's it's an interest just. Just don't focus on what they say. Just focus on their demeanor when they say it. Okay. Like it, it, it's it. It'll tell you quite a bit, at least about how they feel about their job. Interesting. And yeah, I mean, it's it is interesting. It's it it, it 
it's helped me in the past gauge whether I thought it would be a good place for me. Hmm. Okay. I'll have yeah. to just keep that in mind. But I've but, but of course I've changed like I get laid off like every year and a half or so on average. Oh. <laughs> so that's not I have, fun. I've I've practiced. <laughs> uh tech. Anywho. Uh Ryan, you mm. know who Ann Coulter is? Um a uh, Disney character. Kinda, actually. Oh. <laughs> She's <laughs> or she could be one of those bald fellows who was up in the theater balcony heckling the Muppets. Like, oh, <laughs> racist. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, funny you should bring that up. Um, no, she's just kind of a pundit. A lot of opinions. A lot of stuff. And I really I, I genuinely debated about whether to bring this to the table today. Are they valid? Um, like, okay, everybody has an opinion, right? You know that saying? Everybody has an opinion. The question I have whenever somebody says that, it's like, Okay, that's right. Everybody has an opinion, but is it is she right? Oh, not even close. Okay, so she's not. Like, is she usually wrong? Most people <laughs> think she's wrong. I mean, oh well, I at least from what I can tell. Like I've met one fellow who thought she was right about a lot of things. So what's her argument here? Um, she is saying you're. We've been on the soccer kick recently. And, yeah, you know. Huh? Sorry to say, the United States is out of it. You're just gonna skip um, over that. Yeah, I'm not going to linger on that. Um, But her argument is simply that (laughs) any interest in soccer, this is her headline, Mm -hmm. is a sign of the nation's moral decay. What? Yeah, that's probably the right response. That doesn't make sense. What does she mean by moral decay? That's... Like you, I, you suddenly sure, make bad decisions by enjoying soccer. Like I'm not sure because she's putting a lot. The her when she says moral, um, she's lumping a lot of political beliefs into that as well. Like it, you know, like okay, here let me go. She she kind of goes at point by point. Um, well, kind of. Point A: individual individual achievement is not a big factor in soccer. What in a real goalie? sport. <laughs> That no, this is her. Okay. In a real sport, players fumble passes, throw bricks, and f- drop fly balls all in front of a crowd. When baseball players strike out, they're standing alone on the plate. But there's always individual glory in home runs. Blah 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 blah. In soccer, the blame is dispersed. Okay. Yeah. She, whatever. But okay. So, and this is one of my favorite points. Liberal moms like soccer because sport in which athletic talent finds so little expression that girls can play with boys. So no serious sport is co-ed even at the kindergarten level. And like, this is the kind, like I got to say, this is on par with what she generally like this is her kind of attitude about a lot of things. So wait, okay. Now is she just strictly worried about the the states or does she think like soccer is a menace of the world? Like Britain is being torn apart by I soccer don't think, fans and I at least from what I could surmise from her argument, it doesn't sound like she thinks soccer is the bad influence. She thinks that the growing interest in soccer is a result of more bad influences creeping into the American society. Uh, okay. Uh, isn't it so, kind of sexist to say, like, yes. okay, 
just wanted yes, to make sure because I was like, she's being this being a woman in in culture, and I'm not saying you know all women can't be sexist. I'm sure there are women out there that are sexist towards their own sex. I'm sure that's oh, we're seeing this right now. I mean, <laughs> like what I don't I've never this behavior is so odd. Like, how does somebody grow up? to have such a slanted view of the I, world like it's so weird i don't know if she believes her own bullshit that's oh it's really, one of those people i don't know to be honest with you she might genuinely believe all these things if she does then i i really genuinely feel bad for her well, yeah. i think that i okay it's one of two things right mm-hmm. either the crazies rise to the top because their opinions are so outlandish that they get a lot of headlines. That's the reason that we are talking about it is because she has a lot of really crazy beliefs. It's like, either that or she realizes that she'll get more play the more extreme she sounds and is trying to write to that to that audience. It's one or the other. So I I, I don't know which one is which. I, I the optimist in me says that she's just playing she this is a giant troll but i mean i don't i don't know that <laughs> i don't i don't know i know she might be a genuine believer i don't know just pissing on um, all these people she just pissed off. Me, uh, right and she also is essentially saying that every other country in the world who has any interest in soccer is naturally inferior that's the another important point here it's not so like like she's saying that the influence of soccer is a sign of our moral decay as in the United States. But that means that if the soccer is your, if soccer or football is your sport, then you are automatically more inferior than everybody else because you have different belief systems. You have different, you value different things than we do. So any, any argument that I, that people try and use to use the United States as the moral barometer of right and wrong, mm-hmm. I automatically have, big problem with um but, you know whatever I, she, you it, know it's it's weird she even drags the metric system into this like yeah soccer is like <laughs> the metric tried, system that's great i forgot about that <laughs> i love the door uh, right so is there is there a like is there a moral relevance to the metric system i didn't know this <laughs> i don't know like you know that's pretty awesome though. setting I, I that's great <laughs> Setting the base at zero she just kind of works. the metric system. How freaking stupid is that? <laughs> it's just this. In the the article structured weird, and like you, when you said it was point forum, that was very accurate because there are these like little points in here, and I I realize that that's her just like one soccer is bad, two liberals in the metric system, three yeah. uh, HBO's girls, uh, Beyonce and Hillary Clinton figure out the connection. D, they all suck. Uh, uh, E, you know, it's just, I... No, you're right. It's it's just a weirdly structured article, and it's kind of like, how many of these can I list off to piss off the current trend? I will admit, the World Cup in the United States is obviously the current trend, and who cares if that's the case? But, uh, yeah, this is just, this is just someone writing, like, this is a stupid way of going about the way uh, Stephen Colbert did business at, uh, on the Colbert Report, you know, yeah. obviously. Well, a that's joke. why. Well, that's why he portrays that character, man. Mm-hmm. It's because he is echoing a lot of what these kind of people have 
like the way they speak. Yeah. The way, how the, their beliefs. Which is funny. Like it's, it seems like more people should, maybe that's a telling fact that, you know, the reason more people don't hate Stephen Colbert on the Colbert report is because there are more sane people in the States than these bloggers on whatever website this is. I've never even heard of it before, but Ann Coulter's obviously famous enough, but I'm sure she has way more haters than Stephen Colbert ever had. Oh, I don't um, think if, if people hate Stephen Colbert, it's not for his beliefs mm-hmm. because any, any, any judgment that you could lay against Colbert for his beliefs would be guessing because you don't really know. Yeah. Like he's portraying a character. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Like if you're, if you're going to hate on him, I mean, I suppose you could hate his comedy. Sure. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Last story. Ryan. Mm-hmm. I, the prodigal son returns, man. Yeah. Yeah. What's uh, going on with, uh, what's going on with the, the, you're the mayor oh. formerly known as Rob Ford. I thought we were talking about Wiener. If he came no. back. Oh, dude. Son. Actually, all right. You I've, you talk. I'll look up the Wiener. You find out where Wiener's been hiding and don't say your pants. Um, Rob Ford, he has returned from rehab and not two days after his uh, his triumphant return, um, he gets yelled at by a shirtless dude. And it's a <laughs> That's video. That's a great start, really. Yeah, and it's he just... just gets heckled. Yeah, he was running... He was in the Canada Day Parade, just kind of walking down in his, like, normal attire of wearing a necklace that sort of uh, reflects the current holiday. Um, and this dude who's running just comes up to him and starts yelling at him, like, you know that, that scene in, in HBO's Game of Thrones where um, the one dude is... They're having a duel... And he's, like, yelling the same phrase over and over again as they're dueling. Mm-hmm. Um, he's basically yelling, uh, you know, you're a corrupt, lying, racist, homophobe, answer the people's questions. And he just keeps repeating it over and over again, yelling at Rob Ford, who is, by the way, kind of, like, cowering behind a, a line of his constituents, I guess. But, yeah. <laughs> There's a, the video is, uh, is 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 pretty good though. If you want to see Rob Ford kind of run away from absolutely here, let me play a little bit of it here. My tax neither will you, bud. Neither will you. You can call us if you have questions. I, yeah, right. He won't answer reporters. He won't even have reporters at his press conference. I'm just out for a job. This guy here, he's a joke. Is it he's raining? A liar. It's... Is it raining? Uh, yeah, it rained a little bit on Canada Day, which was unfortunate. Why but... is he shirtless? Uh, joggers. Does that happen? And well, he happens to be a jogger and also a lumberjack. If you were to believe the most recent uh, Superman film, looking um, at him, yes, I would believe that. Or a stand-in for a paper towel model. Uh, no, I, I guess he's a history teacher, and you know, some guys uh, run without shirts on here in Canada. It, yes, it does get that sick, warm. That's fine, but he has questions to answer to the people of Toronto, and he simply won't do it. He's racist. He's homophobic. He's, it looks like he's corrupt. He won't answer questions about Apollo Beauty. He won't answer questions about other meetings they had. None. I'm not with the campaign. You go ahead and check. I'm out for a jog, buddy. Do I look like I'm with the campaign? I'm an East Short guy out for a jog. <laughs> I love this guy. <laughs> it's That's kind of, fantastic. You know what? This might be Rob Ford's uh, angry uh, donut shop guy. 
I can't remember the details, but remember that guy who started yelling at him in the dog You don't mean Rob Ford, do you? No, no, no. Yelling, sorry, yelling at Wiener. It was a video we had. Wiener. Yeah, I, I don't think it's the same guy, but no, it I'm not, makes some sense. I'm not saying it's the same guy. <laughs> yeah, just this shirtless runner goes from New York and Toronto <laughs> and just heckles bad politicians. I'm trying to remember what it was the case, but yeah, uh, Wiener's uh, sort of infamous run in, in that, uh, I think it was it was for a Jewish holiday. I can't remember. But anyways, it just it sort of reminded me of that. Except, yeah, uh, this jogger's a little smarter with his arguments. Most people are on his side, probably due to his shirtlessness. I mean, come on. <laughs> this is awesome. So, you asked me about Anthony Weiner news. Oh, okay. Let's, let's talk about Anthony Weiner news real quick. Uh, he favorited a tweet that it was ta- it was in reference to an app. And it says, Tinder will now be the ultimate sext machine. And uh, it, this is a tweet by someone unrelated, right? Anthony Weiner favorited it. <laughs> and people called him out and he's like, it was an accident. Um. <laughs> like, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not shitting you, dude. Like, it, it, how? That can't work more than once, dude. You can't keep going to the, it was an accident or... I was hacked. It just doesn't work. Oh, oh man. man. The, I, I love... He never fails to disappoint, man. By the way, you go to anthonyweiner.com and it is the same... Like, it is the same campaign website that he had when he was running for mayor. So it hasn't been updated at all. <laughs> like, he's been fairly active on Twitter. So... There you go. And most of his tweets, from what I can tell, are just you know political things, like him him weighing in on political stuff. Uh, well, it looks like uh, it looks like he's on our side when it comes to Ann Coulter being an idiot, though. So yeah, I just saw that. <laughs> you can't well, which is say fine. it's bad, I guess. <laughs> well, I never said he was all bad. He, he doesn't agree some, with Scotus. He's just got some freaking. He, he's just got some problems. That's really it. I think he just he he needs to be a porn star. Get it out of his system. Get his wiener out there. The thing is, it's already out. Wow. The the thing is, is that he I, he was probably offered. I no doubt. Oh pff, and, yeah. And the, the thing about it is, is there's no real like he. I can't imagine him having a further political career. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, if that's where he wants to go, I suppose, sure. I don't think I don't think he should, and I think that would be a bad idea. He no. was on. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. What? Oh, this was a while ago. Oh. Okay. In November 2013, he was a um, he was a panelist on that Bill Maher show on HBO. Oh. So that's like apparently he was there. I I should I should. I should trudge through that and get back to you folks about yeah. whether or not is it worth watching. We might need to do like a, a, a segment, like where are they now segment. Like, yeah, you all remember Wiener You'll back remember in the, the day. Wiener. Where no, is he now? This picture. He's enjoying retirement in a quiet Virginia home where he takes pictures of his penis and because of a court order doesn't have internet so he kind of just has them on his phone. So. Info at sleepingwiththeelephant.com is where you can complain about what Ryan just said. Um, you know what, Ryan? I, I, 
I'm beginning to enjoy the lack of feedback that you and I get. <laughs> when are you going to let the listeners just listen to the show? I will. Not tonight, but I will. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I won't post it till tomorrow. <laughs> Although now that you're listening to these listeners and hearing me say that, it's kind of like no, a not paradox. Not a, I, I, you know what? You're right. Info at sleepingwiththeelephant.com. That's where you can email us if you want. We love the feedback and reviews. We love five stars on iTunes. Mm-hmm. You can find me at PeaceWickard on the Twitter. Ryan is at R. Murphy. Ryan, what you got going on, man? You doing anything special with Miss um, um, Jocelyn at Nerdtacular? Are you going to do anything for the Gamers Inn? No. Um, the Gamers Inn is, uh, is still going on. Sans Jocelyn. She is busy at Nerdtacular. And if I was at Nerdtacular, I would probably be busy at Nerdtacular as well. Uh, mm-hmm. So she is rocking Nerdtacular. She's got the angry chicken going on one day. And uh, I'm sure a whole whack of fun stuff. Um, follow her on Twitter, GIS Gamer. Um, but Gamers Inn is going strong. We're still having a show on Friday. We're going to have a special guest on Josh. I don't know your last name. That's how. That's an odd last name. I yeah, it's Swedish. Um, no, it's not. I don't know. <laughs> he is another American, just like you, uh, Josh Cook. Oh man, see, told you that was really hard. That was a difficult last name. I just it popped back into my head, but no, we'll be live Friday eight thirty p.m. Eastern on a move. It'll be fun. Awesome, good times. Mm-hmm. All right, Ryan, shall we get out of here? Sure. All right, let's. I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna play our fancy schmancy new outro. Mm. That's what I'm gonna do. Is that cool? Yeah, I want to hear right. it. All right, goodbye, everybody. See you all next week. Bye. I don't hear anything. I know. There you go. Hey! Just took a while.